Before you go any further, stop and listen to My Chemical Romance's All I Want for Christmas is You cover. Okay, you did that? Good. Okay, now we're ready to start the episode. Happy holidays from Demolition Buddies, the My Chemical Romance superfan podcast where we can all be friends. I'm Switchblade Kelly. And I'm Sugar Maddie. And this is our Christmas spectacular holiday special episode. Extravaganza. Woo! This is going to be a super light episode. We are going to talk about Christmas memories relating to My Chemical Romance. We're going to go through Gerard's Twitter and read some fan stories. Uh, relating to My Chemical Romance and Christmas. We just wanted to do a fun one. Um, This whole month has been kind of weird, timing-wise. So we're just talking about the little MCR-related Christmas things that we have. And we have a lot of fun fan stories. And we have our first voice memo we're playing on the show. So stick around for that at the end of the episode. Yes, we're really excited. It's a very special audio message we're really excited about it mm-hmm. and we haven't listened to it yet period um so we're gonna listen to it for the first time together and get our real reaction so that's fun that is fun so grab your hot cocoa and your gingerbread cookies and your warmest blanket and settle down and listen to the my chemical romance christmas edition demolition buddies episode <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Holly just said, <clears throat> "I sent her three cheers today." My cousin, I just got a text. Hang them high, and this is not a fascist fashion statement or two. I liked a lot. <gasps> yes, good taste. Excellent. Uh, excellent choice, Holly. Excellent mm-hmm. choice. <sighs> anyway, sorry that just like I was like, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> anyway, oh my gosh. Have you ever seen Black Christmas? I've seen the remake, I think. Yes, that's the only one I've seen. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Me and my friends snuck into the theater because we were... No, we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a gift certificate for, like, a Regal Cinemas, and we didn't realize that. We thought it was the AMC. And so we were at the AMC theaters, and they were like, uh, you can't use this gift card here, and we're a bunch of dirtbag teenagers, so we just, like, snuck in the theater. <laughs> and... Snuck okay, in and I won't watch use Black it. Christmas. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just like, you know, when a group of people were walking out, we just like walked right on in. Mm-hmm. It was great. It made it extra spooky because we kept like looking around our shoulders for, <laughs> for an employee. The one thing I remember so clearly from that movie, it's been a long time, but I remember the like cookie cutter scene where he like mm-hmm, cookie the cuts skin. the skin off and cooks it. <laughs> Yeah, yep. I remember that. <laughs> That's about the only thing I actually do remember from that whole movie, other than like mm-hmm. him escaping, kind of. But that's about it. That's all I got. I was thinking about that movie. We should watch it. Like, I'm down. Oh, get in the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't really like Christmas horror. Say what? You don't really like any other Christmas movies? No, I'm not really a huge Christmas girl, generally. I don't really like it. Um. Yeah, there's not a lot of Christmas movies I like really, really like. Um, I'm one of those turds that's like, oh, my favorite Christmas movie is Gremlins, and my mom's favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. You know, hey, those are great choices, both of them. I'm a basic bitch, and it's a Christmas story for me. That's definitely my favorite Christmas movie. Um, that's fair. Mm-hmm. In my family, we were like the people that had it on AMC and just like literally played it all day. So mm-hmm. when I started doing Christmas with other people, having to like allow other Christmas movies to be played on Christmas Day was like painful. Definitely, <laughs> yeah, it really was. Now it's okay, but for like the first year or two, I was just like, we have to watch other movies. Like, no. I, I am okay with the Grinch. I like the Grinch. The Except- Jim Carrey one or the original. I like both, but the Grinch is a king, and he does not get treated as such. That's my opinion. Well, that's the whole point of the whole movie. I know. By the end, by the end, he is loved by all. 
I would like to see the aftermath of that, of the movie. Uh-huh. Like Grinch 2 or Grinch is like king of Whoville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Love that. Yeah, I have always like liked Christmas. Um, no real reason. I mean, I guess just, you know, woohoo presents as a kid. Um, always loved most of the Christmas movies, Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. Christmas Vacation. All like the reindeer, like all this weird '60s animation. Like the, I always liked those too. Like all the claymation movies. Mm-hmm. Those are fun. So Maddie, I'm working on my <laughs> Christmas playlist right now. You know what song uh, I've added to it? I know what I'm hoping it is. My Chemical Romance's "All I Want for Christmas Is You" cover. Yes, to me nice. that's the yeah. only Christmas song. For sure. And every snowflake's different, just like you. <laughs> exactly. They didn't cover an old classic. They covered Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a very interesting song choice to choose to cover. And so I did some sleuthing and I found a quote from Gerard Way about why they chose to cover this Christmas song. And I found it in Black Velvet Magazine. What a title. And the quote goes, One of our first tours in the U.S. in a band in the winter, we really weren't, we really weren't going to be home for the holidays. We weren't depressed, but it was the first kind of wake-up call as to what touring was like. We were freezing cold in the van, and the Mariah Carey song came on the radio. And this was back when we used to carry knives and weapons and stuff because you needed to. And there was something about that song because it would get me so excited, but it was really violently excited. And I just remember swinging a knife around and freaking out because the song made me so goddamn happy. So instead of covering a classic song or instead of writing a new song, we decided to pick this ridiculous song and see what we could make of it. Just wielding a knife, (laughs) singing the song. Violently (laughs) excited. I think that's such a fun. I'm just like imagining him like running around a street with a knife. <laughs> Say, Joyous. All I want for Christmas. Yes. Jubilant. Uh-huh. That's so funny. What a wild image. There's also another reason that's not mentioned in this. And I don't know if this particular instance kind of grew this love for Mariah Carey in Gerard Way. But we do have some tweets about Mariah Carey that I would like to share with you because it made me laugh. Um, Okay. July 12th, 2014. Gerard Way says, I think Mariah Carey is fucking awesome. That's all. (laughs) Um, The year previous, it was Christmas Eve, 2013. Gerard says, I like most Christmas music. My cutoff is Mariah Carey. I think she wrote the last classic. Anything after that, I'm not interested. I agree. He's so I right agree too. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely the last classic. Uh huh. And then May 29th, 2014, he says, So everyone knows that the new Mariah Carey album title is Next Level, right? Or are there people in denial? We should look <laughs> up what that album I'm going to look up Mariah Carey on Spotify real quick and okay. see what this album title is. It's Next Level, apparently. Oh, it's really great title. Okay. Me. Period. I am Mariah. Ellipses. The elusive Chanteuse. C-H-A-N-T-E-U-S-E. Chanteuse? <laughs> Let's look up what this word is. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, Chanteuse is like a... It's just like a lady singer. Oh, a female singer. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. So a songstress. Tweet, uh-huh. So the tweet in which Gerard Way says... That Mariah Carey's album title is next level. It's me. I am Mariah. The elusive genres. <laughs> Excellent. Look. Patiently waiting. Everyone has their diva. Their favorite diva, you know? Mariah Carey's mm-hmm. Gerard. Gerard Ways. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have found this out through um, research for this little episode. Never knew that before. I didn't either. 
Do you have a favorite diva? Just like big pop star. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yeah, I'm a Lady Gaga bitch. Yeah, me too. I just really like pop music, so I have a lot. <laughs> I'll refrain from listening. Fair. <laughs> Every single one. Mm-hmm. I'll save y'all. I mean, I'll also say share. I don't mm. know a million share songs, but every share song I do know is incredible. Mm-hmm. And share is gorgeous, beautiful fashion icon. And she's hilarious. Definitely. Queen. Mm-hmm. So my chemical romance has more than one Christmas style song. They also have an original song that they wrote for the kids show. Yo Gabba Gabba. I have this one little blurb from a Facebook post that I made, which I'll talk more about in a little while. But they said, I love Yo Gabba Gabba, and this festive tune warms the cockles of my cold, dark heart. And me Mine too. too. Mm-hmm. We agree. <laughs> that phrase just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I know. I never knew my dark heart had cockles, but it does. And I'm so glad that Rowan brought it to my attention. Yes. That comment was from Rowan, but thank you. Thank you for commenting. I just really love this song and the video. It's so cute and goofy and every single one of them like is smiling so big in the music video. Mm-hmm. Little... They're just like having the most fun. I guess we should talk about what Yo Gabba Gabba is in case people don't know, because I feel like it wasn't around for a very long time. Um, yes. Okay. So Yo Gabba Gabba was a kid's show. Um, it came out in 2007, ran for four seasons. It was Kind of uh, like a Sesame Street, but for older kids kind of vibe, um, like puppets and songs. And I don't remember watching it, really. Um, I was a full-blown teenager at this age, so I thought I was too cool for it. But I mean, you know, you probably were. <laughs> I just had younger <laughs> siblings. <that's> how... <laughs> but you watched it. Mm-hmm, I did. I watched it with my little siblings. I definitely did not watch it when they were on though this would have been they were on it when i was not a teenager in my own home with children Mm -hmm. it's a really fun kid show i have seen several episodes there's so many bands do songs for it um they're all really fun and cute so they had a lot of really cool guests on the show um i'll just run you through a few my chemical romance was on it uh weezer Bootsy Collins, Lady Tron, The Killers, Jimmy Eat World, uh, Taking Back Sunday was on there, Devo of Montreal, oh my gosh, MGMT. Yeah, I mean, name an artist, they've been on there. Of Montreal's is really great, um, by the way. Yeah, if they were popular um, in like 2007, they're probably on this show, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I found, so the... Host of the show is DJ Lance Rock, and I found a little interview where, I guess it's a TikTok, where he talks about um, My Chemical Romance being a guest on the show. DJ Lance Rock says, you know, there have been so many awesome bands on Yo Gabba Gabba, it's hard to remember every single one. But I remember when My Chemical Romance came on. They were really into it, and they really enjoyed being on the show. They were a lot of fun, and they brought their A-game. Gerard was such an awesome guy. The whole band was great. That was really one of the best bands I saw on the show. <laughs> so Which sweet. Is, that's such a big declarative statement <laughs> because of how it many is. other bands were on the show. So they must have really, really made a good impression. They must have. And while we were doing a little bit of research for it, I I don't know. I guess I just assumed that I knew they worked on the song. I, I figured they probably wrote the song, but I didn't realize, like, they came up with their set design. They came up with their outfits that they wanted to wear. We found this picture um, Gerard Way drew, and we're going to put it on the Instagram and it's cute. It's just like a little scene and all their little outfits. White instruments. Parka might not need the parkas might not need belts. Jared's jacket should be purple. I don't know. There's all these little special touches that I kind of realizing just how involved they were in the process of it. I thought that was really sweet. Mm-hmm. And they're all wearing these like bright technicolor like ski parkas. Um 
I did see someone in line for, I think it was Newark Night 2, that was wearing, like, an almost exact cosplay. Are you serious? I'm serious, yeah. And this was in, like, September, so it was, like, still hot. But, yeah, they're wearing, like, a full-blown, like, replica ski suit from this music video. That's incredible. Mm Mm-hmm. Dedication. I love that. Um, real quick, I just remembered that in our surveys, we had a response that mentioned Yo Gabba Gabba. And so I wanted to read it real quick. Let's and go. this is from Ash, they, them pronouns. So we already read some stuff from their um, survey, I think on the third episode. How did you find My Chemical Romance? What do you love about them? The first time ever? When I saw them play a song for Yo Gabba Gabba's Christmas special, every snowflake's different, just like you, and my tiny brain exploded. I was really young at the time, so I forgot about it for a while. Then middle school rolled around, and I rediscovered them and fell in love with their discography. (laughs) I love that. Here we are. This is being... Some children, this was like their first introduction to My Chemical Romance. Indoctrinating the children. The gay yes. agenda. <laughs> the gay agenda is here. I was thinking about, you know how all the conservatives are like, oh, you're a special snowflake. You'd be like, yes, uh, Michael McGromance told me so. Right. Eat your heart out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Michael McGromance wrote an original song for a kid's show, and it's a bop. And also a scarecrow demo. Right. We didn't even mention that. Um yeah, it's basically a scarecrow demo from Danger Days. Mm-hmm. Like white fur, <laughs> red skin, <laughs> and the silly way you grin. So cute. Right there, that's the scarecrow bob. <laughs> um I'm gonna read some Gerardway Christmas tweets for you. If you if we should do like a little jingle right around here. Gerard Way's Christmas tweets. <laughs> the first one I have for you is from Christmas Eve 2013. Gerard Way says, Band-Aid Christmas song kicks ass. That's it. And then Michelle Visage. Permanent guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race says, I love you. Replies to it and says, I love you. <sighs> and then um, a couple of replies later. I don't e- think Gerard replied, but which cold, but <laughs> a couple replies later, Michelle says, it's an MCR Christmas tomorrow. I had no idea. It blew my mind. You didn't know she loved My Chemical Romance like that? I had no idea. I'm going to pop off three really quick that are all related that are probably my favorite, some of my favorite tweets of all time but in my Hall of Fame. These are all from December 22nd, 2015. This holiday season, give the gift of lotion. <laughs> Another tweet says, I need to make my own goddamn lotion. Third one says, Agreed. have a moisturized Christmas. It's uh-huh. incredible. I love it. Slather up some lotion in honor of Gerard Way. <laughs> it's me putting it on my hands right now. I'm going to pop off a few. They're, it's so funny because some of these aren't even... Okay. My favorite. This is October 23rd, 2015. So this is pre-Halloween, which I'm like, come on, Gerard. Christmas is actually the most haunted time of the year. <laughs> He's, like, thinking about Halloween and stuff, and he's like, you know what's even more haunted? (laughs) Christmas. Okay. And then October 23rd, okay, same same day, Christmas trees are almost always haunted. (laughs) I'm inclined to agree. led to this thought. Yeah, you know, I'm just, like, wondering what led to this thought. Really digging this Christmas name, which was, what, Maddie? Probably... Gerard Slay. It was. S-L-E-I-G-H. I wonder if his name on Twitter was ever actually just Gerard Slay. S-L-A-Y. I'm not so sure. I I was definitely um, 
very active on Gerardway's Twitter at this time. And I can't remember. I know he was goth Claudia. He was Gerard Slay for a while. <laughs> but basically, so here's the story with Kelly and Twitter. Gerardway had Twitter. Kelly active on Twitter. Gerardway not on Twitter. Kelly slowly but surely completely never, ever graced Twitter ever again. <laughs> <laughs> because it was so funny. It's a, it is a sad, sad reality, but fair enough. Did anyone get haunted gifts this Christmas? This was a December 27th, 2015. So this is so in October he was bringing up that Christmas was the most haunted time of year and that trees were always haunted. And then he's still on this train of thought 2 months later and asks about the haunted <laughs> gifts anybody got. Make a MF Christmas miracle up in this piece. That's one of my favorite ones. Make mm-hmm. a MF Christmas miracle up in this piece. <laughs> Why does Gerardway talk just like us or something? Right. (laughs) My armpits smell like diner pickles. It's time to wash this Christmas off. What? And that's on December 28th. So it's like days after. So he's just like not showered (laughs) since Christmas. I'm taking I'm taking that as like he hasn't showered since Christmas and he's just been eating nothing but like fried pickles. He's just been pickling himself. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> silly, silly. Okay, there's two. Two more Christmas-related Gerardway tweets I wanted to read. They're very important to me. Gerard says, The holidays are a good time for the word moist because there are various cakes and cookies that can be moist. Moist. You can then find out... This is another tweet. You can then find out who can handle the word moist to see who you would choose to help you survive on a desert island. (laughs) (laughs) In Gerard's mind, if you can't handle the word moist, you can't handle surviving on a desert island. Honestly, I agree. I agree. Because it's not that I like, and I'm so sorry if you're one of these people, but yeah, I love the word moist only because there's always someone that's like oh ew and i'm like what moist you don't like it (laughs) come on antagonist (laughs) (laughs) too weak for me right yeah i've never been bothered by the word moist i haven't either honestly there's very few words that just the sound of them upsets me there are some, but none that, like, come to mind. Come to mind right away. Mm-hmm. Jesse really hates the word aesthetic. He hates it so much. He hates the way people use it. He hates, so I, I, like, be sure to say it in front of him. I'm like, look at that aesthetic. That's aesthetic, Jesse. In the same way that he hates the word aesthetic, I have been growing to dislike the word satisfying. Okay. Or, like, oddly satisfying. I was to say in that context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It drives me nuts. That's fair. Oh, oh, Gerard Way's Christmas Twitter filled with the Christmas spirit. <laughs> Haunted by the Christmas spirit. Haunted by the <laughs> Christmas spirit. Maybe maybe Gerard Way will haunt your Christmas spirit. Get you get you in the Christmas spirit a little more. I hope so. He'll be like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> He's haunting my Christmas tree. Christmas is haunted, Maddie. (laughs) Silly, silly. Um, No real good segue I can think of into talking about. Mikey Way recently opened up his Instagram stories to questions. And he answered two of them that were Christmas related. So I figured we should share some of uh, Mikey Way's Christmas facts. Mikey Way's Christmas facts. A couple of weeks ago, he did a, like, Christmas movie tier, and that really helped me realize, like, the fan base is really young right now because they, like, thought Elf was a better, the best Christmas movie, which is a great one, but I'm, like, over certain, I don't know. But anyway, I'm pretty sure Christmas Story is his favorite. And his favorite character in the movie is his son, Rusty. So that's a Christmas fact. I'm going to put a little picture a little screenshot I took of his answer. And his favorite Christmas ornament 
is good old Linus over here. It says Linus from Linus sucking um, his thumb. From um, help me, Maddie. Charlie Brown. Thank you, Charlie Brown. Charlie so, Brown and the Chocolate Charlie Factory. Brown. Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> okay, help yes. me out here. Poor um, yes. I guess Christmas Vacation is the movie. This yes. Year for the rest of um, National National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. Rusty is one of the sons. There's a big family. He's a son. Honestly, I've never seen look it. Up. I have to watch. Oh, it's really funny. You should watch it. Um, it's it's pretty goofy. As I watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, I'll be looking out for Rusty to see what it is that Mikey Way loves about him so much. I'll have to give it a watch. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I haven't watched a Charlie Brown Christmas special in a very, 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 very long time. I haven't either, but I think I like the Car- the Charlie Brown Christmas songs. I think I like those. Yeah, they are nice. Mm-hmm. And some of them don't even have like actual words and stuff. It's just mm-hmm. like a little piano. Just the vibe. Which I can get down. Mm-hmm. I'll put Charlie Brown on my uh, Christmas playlist too. Nice. We got Animal Collectives, Winter Wonderland, and Winter's Love. I have to put Mariah Carey's version too, but My Chemical Romance is All I Want for Christmas is You. And I'll put some Charlie Brown Christmas on there. Excellent. I'll save, I'll share my playlist with you. See, okay. Melakaliki Maka. Do you know that Christmas song? It's like a Hawaiian Christmas song. Melakaliki Maka is the wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Yes. And the only reason I know mm-hmm. that one is because um, I saw someone perform it at a Christmas drag show. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. At that same Wait, drag was that show? the one I was at with you? Was it? Was it a Christmas Because there was also the one who was like, I sat on Santa's lap or whatever. I farted on Santa's lap. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot. Which I guess that's a newer classic song. Oh, yeah, me now too. Now we have a new picture now. to include. Um, yes. But yeah, that's the first time I ever heard that. And then there's a song called I Farted on Santa's Lap. which I had never heard is incredible. incredible. Um, and there's this really cute picture of me and Kelly and some local drag queens and um, Heidi in Closet from RuPaul's Drag Race. Fun. I forgot oh all my about God, I forgot that. about that. I know. Yay. Cute. Our brains put it together. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to get into some listener and fan stories um, about MCR and Christmas. I don't really have any myself, but do you have some, Kelly? Yeah, the only real Christmas story I have, like, right now, um, we kind of briefly touched upon it on our first episode, but it was either the first or second Christmas of our friendship. You got me a Gerard Way Revenge Era Black Eye Band, um, Funko Pop, and the Danger Days comic. And that was really fun, and I I love them, and I still have them, so we're going to include a little picture. (laughs) <laughs> but honestly, I was yeah, I was like trying to scrape my mind for like my Christmases as a teenager, and honestly, those don't exist in my mind. They're just gone. I was bleeped too- out of memory. I even asked, I asked my mom and my dad, and they've both been really supportive my whole life. So basically, if I asked for any MCR stuff for Christmas, I got it. Um, I did ask my dad. About Christmas memories, I'll read the text that I got, which I thought was really funny. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening. It made me laugh. I said, hey, Dad, do you or my stepmom have any memories of me being an emo child around Christmas? I remember we spent Christmas there one year. Do you remember anything about that? Specifically relating to My Chemical Romance, like merch or whatever. And he said, he said, I know that you really like them. Do you still like them? I know you went to go see them recently. <laughs> it's like, yep, I do still like them very much. <laughs> so that's all I got. Yes. So Maddie's uh, Christmas memories is, yes, yes, daughter, I do remember that you liked them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> After this Christmas, 
I'll probably have some uh, My Chemical Romance Christmas stories to share, but mm-hmm. we'll just have to talk about that when we get there. Exactly. Ding, da, da. So we couldn't think of anything, but y'all could. So we've yes. got some fun, juicy little Christmas stories to tell relating to My Chemical Romance. I made a Reddit post, got a few responses of some Christmas stories that I thought I would share. Um, this is from Reddit user Grey Jelly 212 They write, My friend got two copies of Revenge for Christmas in 2005 and gave me the extra one, which I still own. Oh. I had been a fan a few months by then, and I was so excited to finally own the album. Another story from the holidays I have is in 2010, when MCR did New Year's Eve in New York. It was freezing so they sound checked planetary to get us to dance even though it wasn't going to be on tv it snowed on us and gerard said it was his first time seeing snow in three years it was pre-recorded on december 6th and they made us say happy new year for the cameras multiple times and one guy kept saying happy december 6th so i think about that night every year on that date i love that same oh that's so cool so I guess we have to start saying happy December 6th. Absolutely, we <laughs> should. On. In honor of Grey Jelly. Mm-hmm. I'm down. I love both of those stories. Mm-hmm. The idea of like a friend giving you, getting two copies of Revenge for Christmas and giving you their extra. So sweet. Mm-hmm. So this one is from C Shortcut McGee. And they write, Cancer has been the first song I listen to every year, one minute past midnight on New Year's. Been 15 years now, I believe. Don't know exactly why I ended up choosing cancer. It's not necessarily a favorite, but it's tradition now. So I asked, how did the tradition start? And they responded, I was a teenager and I just decided that the first song I was going to listen to each year was going to be an MCR song. I think I chose cancer because the album was new and it was the most family-friendly song on there, in my opinion. It was a fitting vibe as a black-clad teen listening to cancer every New Year's as a high school teacher and a mom is still cool. But the husband sure rolls his eyes. <laughs> I love it. I love the cancer. Like, what a song to start the new year. I really love the dedication of that. Same. I love that. Yeah, they're like, I will listen to My Chemical Romance as the first thing I do every year. I also um, like meticulously choose the first song I'm going to listen to every year. Um it's not always a My Chemical Romance song, but I it's always a conscious thought. Like, the first song I listen to of the new year. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta start doing that. You should. I think my first song mm-hmm. of 2022 was Safer by Animal Collective. That's a great choice. Mm-hmm. I'm here for that. Um, do you want to read this next one? Mm-hmm. Got another one from Reddit from user Greenlight1776. When I was an edgelord teen, my friend and I used to sneak off into the woods after our family Christmas and have McChristmas. MCR Christmas. McChristmas. I know it's funny. <laughs> yes, we did that lame shit and wore our My Chem shit, chain smoked, and tried to do magic. Shaking my head. Green lights, 1776. Don't be shaking your head. Amazing. Perfect. What a great Christmas routine. Mm hmm. I told them I would have, like, loved uh, listening to My Chemical Romance in the Woods chain smoking and trying to do spells as a teenager. <laughs> that would have been right in my alley. I definitely remember, like, maybe not necessarily after Christmas, but definitely remember sneaking off into the woods to smoke cigarettes and listen to MCR. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> sounds like any other day. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to the lovely, lovely people. At, um, it's a Facebook group called My Chemical Romance Emo Posting. Groups are the only reason I use Facebook anymore, and this is a really good one. We have a ton of stories from the Facebook. And thank you all so much for sharing, if you're listening. It truly, they were all, like, so heartwarming and sweet and, like, funny to read. And I can't wait to share them with y'all. They're so good. I'm going to start off pretty strong, I think. This is from... I'm going to leave all last names out, by the way. Just do first name. This is from Jasmine from the Emo Posting Facebook group. And she says, this is a doozy, so 
Yes. And it's actually not Christmas related, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, it is. It is December related. Yes. Okay. Here we okay. go. Sorry. Perfect. So, yeah, not explicitly Christmas. But the but holiday season. Holiday season. It's still a pretty cool story. Very cool story. So this story is from Jasmine on the Facebook. And she says, when I lived in Hong Kong, I was always so sad because I was sure MCR would never tour in my corner of the globe. They announced I'd be heading to nearby Singapore in December 2007, so my mother booked us flights to go and see them. They soon announced an actual date in Hong Kong the very next month, so I got to see them a second time, and this time was right up close in the standing zone. I think we're the first crowd to ever hear the world is ugly. The highlight of the whole story, however, is how my mother somehow managed to get us both into the pre-show meet and greet. I was a 12-year-old geeky little wannabe emo who had the craziest opportunity to meet her heroes, and rightly so, I was totally bricking it. (laughs) After I met them all, shook their hands, and marveled at how they're real humans, Bob was smoking indoors. I thought he was the coolest person ever. I sat outside and bawled for half an hour. My mother, who has always been infinitely cooler than I am, hung back to chat a bit longer with the guys. She was a dentist at the time. And after telling Frank this, he jokingly said that they could use her backstage in the dressing room to check out James Dewey's teeth, the touring keyboardist at the time, as he was having a toothache. To their shock, she actually agreed, so I got called back in. The guys remembered my name and told me my mom was backstage and I could go with her if I wanted. Spoiler alert, I very much wanted. So that's how I come (laughs) to be sitting backstage at a My Chem show watching as my mother give James a full dental checkup. When I came back out, the guy said bye to us, still remember both of our names, and I can still, I still can't for the life of me believe that that's a true story. Incredible. Um, Jasmine also included a signed, torn up piece of like notebook paper uh-huh. with all their signatures. It's really great. We'll include it in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so sweet. In the show notes. On Instagram. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. No, I really can't. That's, like, the coolest thing. What a sweet As a 12-year-old? I know. I, too, would have been excessively bricked up. Beyond belief. Yeah, bricking it indeed. <laughs> I mean, basically, just... And then your mom's just, like, hanging back. Well, I love the part where... And so I just went out and cried for 30 minutes <laughs> after we... <laughs> <laughs> I related to that so hard. It's a lot of like a lot of process. It is. It's a huge mm-hmm. thing because I mean, like I said, like after I met Gerard Way or whatever, and I grabbed his little cigarette, and I was literally bawling, holding his cigarette, looking at it, like crying in the car on my way home, just like mm-hmm. totally trying to just like process, like I met my heroes. Whew. Anyway, thank you so much Beautiful. for sharing that, Jasmine. Yes, it's just a delightful story. Thank you so much. I'm so glad. Y- you got to see my chemical romance twice within a few months mm-hmm. of each other. And your mom worked so hard to get you those awesome experiences. And also her dentistry just gave you even more access to the band. Also, your mom does sound cool as shit. She does. Thanks, mom. Very cool, mom. I thought it would be fun to read um, this one from Jillian. She wants to talk about... The time I begged my parents to get me the Black Parade on CD, and they did. Then listening to it in my room later, specifically Blood, and the giant censored bleep when Gerard says, Awful fuck. It's such a small thing, but it almost ruined my Christmas that year. Like, I didn't want to listen to bleeps. I wanted to hear Gerard cuss. Thanks, Walmart version of the Black Parade. Now when I listen to Blood, I expect the bleep. <laughs> I love that so much. I love that Jillian didn't notice it until Blood specifically, even though there's a couple cursing around that whole mm-hmm. album, but I guess that was just like could not be escaped. Yeah, that's a pretty visceral one. It is. I love the emotional reaction of like it almost ruining Christmas too. I relate to that. That's some over dramatic shit from my childhood. Uh-huh. Trying to, like, seem grateful while being pissed. Oh, my God. Right. Just like, yeah, this is perfect. Thank you so much, Mom. Got me the edited version. (laughs) A little further down on the same thread, uh, someone named Brendan, they say, I cried because my grandma got me the censored version of the Black Parade for Christmas. Does that count? (laughs) 
<laughs> it's beautiful. My Kim fans are dramatic bitches. <laughs> so Jillian and Brendan um, commiserated about that. Yes. That was so funny. As they should. They, mm-hmm. I mean, they were bamboozled. With they suffered. Mm-hmm. They did. And that's valid. It is valid. <laughs> it still makes me laugh. <laughs> Just like crying, putting on their eyeliner to the edited version. I would have been pissed too. Like I would have been upset mm-hmm. for sure. I would have too. Mm-hmm. I needed to see that parental advisory sticker on the CD. Uh, yeah, otherwise I don't want it. <laughs> oh, here's a cute one from Rob. I remember getting the Danger Day CD for Christmas the year it came out and being amazed that my dad already knew all the lyrics. Turned out, when he bought it two months earlier, he opened the CD, ripped a copy of it, and put it on his computer. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That I was like, yeah, this this shit rocks. Cool dad. Cool dad. I know. And then just like, yeah, surprising his son singing along to the songs with him being like, yeah, I already know. I already know this. I'm hip, dad. So sweet. That I is really that. sweet, though. That was really cute. If mm-hmm. the dad wasn't already like into MCR, that's a really sweet move. It is, and even if so, it's just like a cute little, like I said, just kind of like how I was talking about you and your mom and stuff. It's just like really warms my heart when I hear stories of like parents really going out of their way to share My Chemical Romance with their kid and stuff. Mm-hmm. So fun. Okay, um, this is from Andrea. Andrea says, when I was 19, I was passing through a very difficult moment, living in a new town with no friends and felt so alone, even with my family around. The only thing that I was able to do was to listen to MCR in my room. And one of the favorites in that moment was All I Want for Christmas is You. Made me feel so warm and cozy. I'll never forget it. Ooh, woo. (laughs) I know. I love that. Ooh, woo. (laughs) So sweet. Yes. I love that. I'm so glad that My Chemical Romance Christmas song made Andrea feel less alone mm-hmm. in a rough, transient time of their life. They've always been there for me in my darkest Never hour. alone if you've got My Chemical Romance to listen <laughs> exactly. to. So sweet. So this next one is from Jordan. Me and my twin sister have a cool one. So growing up as little emo middle schoolers that we were, we obviously knew about the All I Want for Christmas is You cover by My Chemical Romance. Well, a few, several years later, about two years ago, at 22 years old, me and my twin sister were in a Walmart, obviously around Christmas time. All I Want for Christmas is You started playing, but it soon dawned on me and my sister that it didn't sound like Mariah's version. It then dawned on us that it was the MCR cover. It was the first and so far only time that my sister and I ever heard this cover out in public that wasn't from our own doing. It made our night, and I still want to know which emo employee put that on the Walmart music playlist for that night. It's always such a, like, weird experience hearing, like, a song that you really, really love, like, out in public. And you're just like, who put this on? (laughs) Exactly. I love the idea that My Chemical Romance is so much a part of the culture that you could just be in Walmart and hear their Christmas cover. That just is so funny to me. Mm. I love it so much. And one day Maddie and I are going to do an episode that's all about Mike and Booker showing up in popular culture. We can't wait to get to that one. That's going to be so fun. Just like anywhere MCR is just mentioned, noticing a poster on the wall, a t-shirt worn yeah. in a movie. <laughs> Anything. We are so excited. So stay tuned one day for that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, from Emily. The only reason I still cling to my Bob figurine is because I know my parents searched high and low. They tried so hard to get me a Gerard, but sold out. they sold out instantly, so fast, and all they could find was Bob. I received him and my first two pair of trip pants that year. I was so excited to wear them to dress down day at my Catholic school. I just love that so much. So much. Yeah, Maddie uh, responded, oh my God, the trip pants at Catholic school. How iconic. 
especially as a My Chem fan, you know, because that Catholicism lore throughout My Chemical Romance, specifically Bullets Revenge. Oh, my God. That's so true. I bet that hit really hard for them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure MCR for all Catholic kids just hits even harder in a way that I can never understand. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so Emily, the same Emily, also said, that same year for Picture Day, I wore a lip service hot pink plaid corset dress with hot pink converses to math. But to make it school appropriate, I wore a long sleeve black shirt and opaque tights. Seventh grade me had drip. Which I cannot relate in any capacity. Nope. How does it feel to be so cool for so long? I have no idea what that's like. (laughs) Me neither. Honestly, it took a long time to get as cool as I am right now. Like, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of work. Now I I got the drip. Yes. (laughs) A lot of trial and error on my part. I'll read this one um, from Anastasia, or Anastasia, you know, however. Anastasia. I know, that's a fun way to say Anastasia. My mom and I have a god-awful relationship. I do not speak to her, but one thing that she did that was so awesome was she bought me and my brother to see MCR in 2011. We saw them at Cleveland's House of Blues. It was the best day, and even driving to Ohio, I actually enjoyed spending time with my mom, a mother who is the reason for my PTSD. While she is a horrible person, that one nice thing was so amazing, and I will forever be grateful to her. I was like, "Oh, yeah." I'm glad. I'm glad they have that one, that one tender moment with with their mom. Yeah, same. And you know, honestly, this kind of reminds me of how I was like talking about with my stepdad, and my like. Really don't have many um, great memories with him, but I do have them all relating to him taking me to go see MCR or trying to get me to meet them or anything like that. So it was nice to have, you know, those ones. Sometimes you have complicated relationships with people. Mm -hmm. It's not all it's not all bad, even when it's really bad. Right. So I'm glad you have those memories. Anastasia. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Okay. I have one from Dana. Uh, Dana says, oh, man, MCR has been a part of my life for a long time. So naturally, it has been a part of many Christmases. Some highlights. I was desperately trying to find a bullet CD. My father called every local used record shop and put his name down to call if they had one. He was able to get the CD with the eyeball demo track for $12. That's wild. That Many holidays, I asked for my chem merch, and my family either didn't want to get it because it was too edgy, or they didn't want to pay a lot of money for it. So I also own some truly terrible bootleg MCR merch. <laughs> Dana, we would love to see that truly terrible bootleg merch. Oh, please. If you have old pictures, if you still have it, I would love to see it. Same. My biggest regret is not having my bullet cd any longer i have no clue what happened to it whatsoever i think i have like but the I own a crystal copy. case for mine maybe wow if i do she it's like that. shredded you know it's like been through the ringer if it is still exists at all like i remember because i didn't know about bullets until i was in hot topic right before ninth, i was getting like close i was getting my fits for ninth grade um, mm-hmm. for going into ninth grade and right at the checkout, there was just like bullet. It was like Michael McCormick's debut album. I brought you my bullets clocked that took that. And I mean, that became my favorite, um, for a very long time. Um, right now I'm in a revenge stand phase. Like I, I go back and forth. It's hard to pick. Which one's my favorite. Mm-hmm, it is. But oh, I just like, will never forget reading around the CD where it says like Gerard Way will bite you. If you illegally download the CD and just being like, oh, well, really? <laughs> Will he really? Wow. So I'm so glad that your dad got you a $12 copy. I'm so happy for you, Dana. <laughs> yeah, that's like a, a relic, an actual relic. So if, if you is. still have it, I hope you treasure it. So I have one more, one comment from Vincent. And this made me laugh pretty hard. So I wanted to share it. Vincent says, so Christmas of 2006, all I wanted was a Black Parade album. And that's literally all that was on my Christmas list. I was 11 years old. 
I kept an eye out for a CD-shaped present under the tree, and none such appeared. The night before we opened gifts, my mom told me that she was unable to find the CD, even bemoaned about how she scoured local music shops to no avail. But when we opened gifts, one of mine seemed to be a Fruit Loops box. When I opened said box, the Black Parade slid out, and my mom was just there with the smuggest look on her face while I basically cried from pure <laughs> happiness. <laughs> I love that one. It's such a story. Like, you can just see him. Like, you can just see Vincent, like, side-eyeing under the Christmas tree every day. Like, trying eyeing up all the slices of the boxes. You know, I can just, like, picture the mom, like, looking from, like, a door frame from the other room. Like, watching <laughs> Vincent do it. <laughs> yeah. Something like that's definitely happened to me before. I don't know about with a CD, but, like, my parents, like, packaging something small in, like, a giant box to, like, throw me off. Same. Um, mm-hmm. Same. So I responded to this comment and I said, this is exactly how I would parent. I love this. And then Vincent commented back and said, she totally got me. They did the same thing with tickets to an MCR show literally like four months later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love said, it. You so fell for sweet. it so hard. They could not wait to do it again. And then Vincent says, <laughs> I was a very gullible child. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I have one more from Facebook. Uh, This is from Lindsay. So my dad brought me to Little Five Points in Atlanta to a store called Junkman's Daughter for my 16th birthday slash five days before Christmas. Well, I found the hugest My Chem poster and told him that's all I wanted for my birthday and Christmas. He bought it for me instantly and I drug that thing out of the store and carried it around all day. Ran into an unhoused man in the street who asked to see the poster. I showed him, and he told me I should put it on my ceiling and smoke and watch what it does. My dad said, we're not doing today. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I loved this comment because uh, Lindsay included a picture of the poster. It's huge. It's, yeah. Number one, it's huge. And number two, I had this exact same poster when I was a kid, and I completely forgot about it until Lindsay posted this picture. It, like, pulled a long memory hair out of my brain. So I just had to bring that up because I loved it so much. And it's, it's cute and sweet. And I love the idea of just, like, walking around with this poster is at least five feet tall, it looks like. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> taller than has. a human being. <laughs> yeah, like, it's – they posted a picture – of them holding it, and I'm going to guess it's from when they were kids. So that's why I'm saying like five feet, probably, you know, 16-year-old, somewhere around five feet, probably. Oh, my gosh. So we're going to include this picture on our Instagram post as well. Mm-hmm. So this next comment from Facebook is from Indy, and they are the ones who left us a message to play as well, mm-hmm. which we are so excited to hear. Like I said, we're going to be live hearing it right now. So it'll be really fun. So Indy commented, I remember when Hot Topic had the Kawaii Titan figures of Gerard. I remember I really, really wanted one. Well, right before Christmas, my family and I went to Hot Topic to do Christmas shopping. My mom went in first to shop for me, and then I went in afterwards. And while I was in the store, I asked if they had any other figures. The employee told me that a lady had just came in and bought the very last one. Then, on Christmas Eve, my mom and stepdad sat me down in the living room and handed me a gift and said I could open it. Sure enough, it was the figure I wanted. I still have it. Turns out, my mom was the one who'd purchased that last one. <laughs> so Aww. sweet. So sweet. And we looked at, we hadn't heard of um, the Kawaii Titan figures until this, and we looked them up. It's so adorable. It's oh my so god, cute. the little chibi eyes. <laughs> That's such a classic mom move, too. It is. Mm-hmm. Got you the last one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is from Indy. They sent this in. We're very grateful. Uh, Can't wait to hear it. And here you go. Here it is. Hi, my name is Indy. You may know me from Typical Killjoy 101 on Instagram. For those who don't know me from there, or for those of you who do, you will know that back in August I met MCR as a wish grant. Well, this is also in part to my amazing mom who never gave up. This is the story of what happened. Let me take you back a few years. In 2017, I was put on life support due to complications of many illnesses I have. I'm not even supposed to be sitting here right now recording this, but I am, because surprisingly, I beat the odds. I always have. 
Well, in 2020, I was granted tickets to see MCR in Philly, but because of COVID, wasn't granted to meet the band. Now I was fine with this, but my mom had other ideas. Now fast forward to 2022, my mom starts doing all this crazy research online. She starts calling all these radio stations asking if they could help. I told her, Mom, you're insane. You're never going to get a response. And in my mom's true fashion, she said, Indy, not giving up on this. You never gave up. Now why should I? One thing led to the next. My mom eventually found a lead. She got a response and she told them the story. The person she spoke with said they would ask the band if they'd be willing to meet with me. And a few weeks later, we got a response saying that they would love to meet me. I just about died when my mom told me this. I never thought in a million years it would have been possible. And I want to thank everyone who made it possible. Thank you to my mom, the people who helped her. Thank you to Kids Wish Network for my wish grant. And thank you to every doctor who's kept me alive for this to be a possibility. And that's my story. I hope you enjoy it. Oh, oh my God. So sweet. Oh, my goodness. I love that so much. A mom's love. Me too. Indy, thank you so much for sending this in. Oh, thank you so much for taking your time out of the day to record this. It oh, really, truly warms my heart. And I know this is not Christmas related, but it's just it's just so like sweet and heartwarming that it felt silly not to share it on the Christmas episode, you know? Exactly. Definitely filled with the Christmas spirit. Absolutely. It's not a Christmas story. Also, Indy, I am also so glad you're still here and that you did beat the odds. And Absolutely. Yeah, my favorite part um, was when they said... I'm not even supposed to be sitting here right now recording this, but I am because surprisingly I beat the odds. I always have. Ugh. I love that. Z snap. That's right. Uh-huh. Me too. Oh my gosh. And, and I love that your mom, mom didn't give up. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and we did hear from um Indy's mom as well on the Facebook post. Um, her name is Tina Marie. Thank you, Tina. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you for being such a cool mom. I love this so much. But yeah, go follow them on Instagram. Um, we'll put a little picture, the picture of Indy meeting the, the guys on the Instagram. It's so cute. I can't wait for y'all so to cute. see it. I was so excited when they reached out because I definitely already followed Indy. <laughs> like, I already followed Double Killjoy 101 because I was aware of the viral story and the pictures when it came out. Um, when all their pictures with the band came out and stuff. So I just thought I was so tickled um, that we got a response from them. And just, I love it so much. I'm so glad that you got to meet them. I'm so glad that your mom so clearly loves you. And um, I think it's really great that she went through such an effort to make sure that you got to meet your favorite band. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, our first audio message on the podcast. Ah, I loved it. So cute. If you have any Christmas stories that you would like to share, please hit up our pot in box or leave us a survey and we will love, we can like even just like hold on to them till next Christmas or I'm sure we'll get excited and just share it anyway. But let us know what your Christmas plans are related to My Chemical Romance. What gifts did you get this year? Mm -hmm. That'll be fun. Can't wait to talk about what MCR-related gifts everybody got. Any haunted gifts on your Christmas tree? Did your Christmas tree do something haunted <laughs> to you? Did the ghost of Christmas past come up? Well, I think that just about wraps up our Christmas episode, Maddie. I think it does, too. It's been so exciting getting into the Christmas cheer with you, even though you're not a Christmas girly. It's okay. But you're you're being one for MCR. Mm -hmm. um, I hope you all had a wonderful holiday. If you celebrate, if you don't, um, stay warm. Take your meds. Drink water. Moisturize this Christmas. Yeah. Stay moisturized. Have a lotioned up Christmas. <laughs> and if Christmas is... <laughs> And I know the holiday seasons can be really hard for some people. And so if you're having a rough time, know that you're not alone. Um, you're loved. And I know it's just the darkest and coldest time of the year right now. But the sun will the sun will come out. Christmas will be over soon. At some soon. point, it'll be warm again. Mm -hmm. Christmas will be over soon. And you won't have to deal with everybody's cheer 
while you're having a bad time. Exactly. I've definitely been pretty depressed on Christmases before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very blessed that not for a few years. So that's great. But yes, I guess I just wanted to say that I know that Christmas time can be hard for some people. Mm-hmm. So we love yeah. you. If you're one of those people, I hope you find one little moment of joy during this season. I know it can definitely be Maybe hard. this podcast could be it. Hopefully. Wouldn't that be we sweet? love you. We do. Hang out with uh-huh. us. All right. Well, we'll see you next year, y'all. New year, new us. That's what Maddie said last mm-hmm. time. Christmas time is here. <laughs> <laughs>